How you doing, everybody? This is your guy, Taz the Angel, back with an episode of Car Talk with Taz the Angel. Good conversation you can ride to. And today's my birthday. <laughs> it is January 11th, 2020, uh, and I turned 30 today. Uh, so before I get into that, I first want to thank everyone who has already wished me a happy birthday. Um, uh, all the birthday wishes and, and all that, I, I appreciate them. I appreciate the people who listen to this podcast. I appreciate the people who view the podcast. Um, because those who watch and those who listen may be different and some people may do both. I don't know. If you do, I appreciate it. Thank you. However, you ingest this podcast i appreciate it for listening for commenting for sharing for liking uh, for everything i always like to begin the podcast with this so um as you continue with me you'll uh get accustomed to it uh but like oh i also appreciate the donations definitely appreciate the donations <laughs> um but yeah so today because um i've been feeling you know i've been feeling good today you know i, I was i was feeling really light spirited um so i didn't want to to do an episode of like like my average episodes, well, my my normal episodes where I I pick a message and I um, elaborate on that and kind of seek to inform. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I, I seek to inform uh, and help as best I can. But today. Um, going to be a little less instructive. I mean, well, well, uh, a little less structured. I'll say that a little less structured. Um, I guess I'll just try and talk about, um, what it feels like to be 30, at least the first day of it. Um, what 30 means to me. Things that I believe I've improved on uh, now that I've gotten here, you know, things like that. It's more of a, a reflective one, you know. I'll just talk about me. And the first thing I'll speak on is what I think 30 means. Um, I have to work on the, the arms. What I believe 30 means to me is advancement in the sense of it's time to get the ball rolling you know things that I've been talking about wanting to do and things that I've been dragging my feet on doing it's time to get the ball rolling <clears throat> because turning 30 
allows you or allowed me to, to really see that time waits for no man. One of my godmothers, one of them, because my parents have, uh, because they're such great people, they surround themselves with other great people uh, who then would help take care of us from time to time uh, and just allow us to spend time with, you know, their, their children. We all grew up together. One of my godmothers um, commented on a picture of mine on Facebook and said, I remember when you and my God, her son, my God brother, Solomon, she was like, I remember when you and Solomon were outside running and playing in the yard. And when she said that, I was like, it's crazy that that almost seems, it seems like a lifetime ago. Like here I am, I'm the same human but thinking back on that when I was like seven, eight, nine years old, 10 years old, it seems so long ago. And in the same sense, it seems like yesterday because the memories are so crisp, are so like clear. It doesn't even feel like distance was there. But because I think about what my mind was and my actions were. I mean, as a, I was a kid, it seems like a completely different lifetime, man. It's it's crazy to me how something can seem so distant and so close at the same time, but it does. It does. So. When I thought about that, and I, you know me, if, if any of y'all have been, the ones who've been listening and watching, and people who just know me from knowing me, when I think about one thing, I've thought about a hundred. <laughs> like, it, does, it will not stay at that one thing. So by the time I got done with that, that thread of consciousness, Again, it just made me like really realize that if you don't do it now, it may never get done. I was talking to my dad earlier. He called me and, and told me happy birthday. And I said something to him that kind of made him thinking. He was like, man, happy birthday, man. How's it feel to be the big three, yo? Uh, he was like, man, you're 30. You're half a 60. I said, that's what they, uh, you know me, I'm talking. I'm like, yeah, man, that's what they telling me. I said, you know what else they tell me? He said, what's that? I said, they telling me that I'm the same, I'm about the same age you were when you had me. He was like, yeah, you about right about that. Well, you are right about that. <laughs> I am the exact same age that my dad was when he had when my mom had me, when they had me. 30. His son is the same age as he was when he first had his son. That's crazy to me. <laughs> that is, I mean, and it kind of, like, I could tell it kind of, like, triggered thought in his mind, too. It's like, dang, like, for real. You know, you're the same age I was when we had you. Time does not wait.
for the audio listeners, these pauses that I'm taking um, are for me drinking. Uh, non-alcoholic drink, but a juice of sorts. I don't want to say what type of spe- specifically what type of drink it is because if I do, then you'll know who makes it uh, if you view it. And you know we don't do the free advertisement, man. Only for the equipment that I'm wearing. Alcorn State University. But they own a product. They're a community that builds families. Will then build more communities. So then, uh, I started thinking of how am I as a person now in different areas um, from 10 years ago, you know, decade to decade. When I first hit 20, <laughs> hey, if you knew me when I was 20, you know why I'm laughing. I was a completely different human, man. I was a completely different human. Sometimes it's it's crazy to to know that I I still have the same body, but the insides, the the emotions, the the mind, the 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 execution, that all those they're way different, man. They are way different. I was. When I first turned 20, I was much more devious in my strate- uh, in my strategies. Like, I'm still strategic, and I'm, I'm probably even more strategic now than I was then. But uh, at that time, I believe I was more devious in the strategies that I would come up with than I am now. Uh, I was much more self-serving in my strategies and the way I did things, the way I spoke to people, the way I behaved, uh, the moves I made was definitely much more self-serving. I mean, that, that isn't even close to be, to just be completely honest. That's, it's not even close. Um, excuse me. Definitely, um, I, I include people in my decision making. And I didn't used to do that. When I wanted to do something, I thought on what the best way of executing that thing was or the best way to attain that, whatever I was trying to attain, whether it was a that or a who. I did find out the best way for me to attain that goal. I went after it. Um, ah, Gotta work on those arms. I definitely was much more 
self-centered. But I will say this, one of the things that was told to me a lot that I, I have never agreed with and I, and I still don't, was that I was cocky. I don't believe I was ever cocky. But I was built to be confident. And I say built because I was not always confident. The person who mainly beat that that lesson in my head was my mom. She would tell me, pick your head up while you're walking. Put your shoulders back. You, you know, have your shoulders back. Don't slump over so much. You know, have your chest back. I mean, your uh, your shoulders back. Because when your shoulders back, your chest is out. Move, stand proud. Move proud. Move with pride. You know, she would she would repeat those things to me. So when she see me slashed over, ah, put your shoulders back, pick your head up. You know, my dad taught me to always have a firm handshake. Like whenever you shake a man's hand, he need to know he's shaking another man's hand. And it's to the point now where if, if you have a weak handshake, I'm judging you. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna try to dress that up and make it sound nice. I'm judging you as a man. If I shake your hand and my hand just collapses yours and yours just folds in because of how weak you you enter the handshake, I'm judging you, okay? And it's not good judgment. It's not I'm not I'm not admiring you, okay? I'm I'm prosecuting you in in my mind. I'm prosecuting you, all right? Men. Hey, stop with these soft handshakes. Now, if you're doing the, you know, the 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 brother handshake where we dab it, hey, you know what I'm saying? We doing that, that's cool. But when you give the mm, this here needs to remain intact at all times. These, the grooves with the thumb, where the L shape is, that groove right here, when those make contact, and hey man, your hand stays intact, bro. You, there's a grip, a grip that is required. So, and not just men, young men, the, the, the teenagers, the young ones, if y'all listen to this, when you shake a man's hand, don't shake his hand weak. Your hand needs to be strong. Now, you ain't trying to break his hand. You ain't trying to, you know, don't show no effort. But just, boom, you know, just have a firm handshake. Let him know you there. And let him know that as a man, he is shaking another man's hand. Okay? So, the reason why I don't believe I was ever cocky is because my interpretation of cockiness is similar with boastfulness and to boast means to 
one, be loud, to be boastful, to be loud and draw attention to. Because a, a person who boasts about their strength, they will do or say things to bring attention to their strength, whether it be a physical strength or they're just talking about their actual strengths as a human, whether their strengths are, are out thinking people or their strengths are looking really good or their strengths are throwing the football really well. They won't just throw the football really well. They'll talk about, hey, 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 man, watch me, watch me throw this bomb, bro. I bet, I, hey, I bet I, you know, those guys, the ones who are loud, brings attention to themselves, those are the cocky ones. The Conor McGregor's, the Mayweather's, they are boastful. Now, they also can be people who back them up, like those very two guys, you know, if they talk a whole lot, they're going to do a whole lot. But at the end of the day, they're still talking a whole lot, which makes them cocky. I'm silent with mine. Like when people say those things, I ask them what makes them get there and they'll tell me the way I walk. But I'm quiet. I'm not saying anything. I can't help that my walk is so strong so smooth to where you have no choice but to pay attention that's just me moving I'm not saying a word though that's just me moving I can't be held accountable to how people react to my movements now if I do something to cause the attention and that's cockiness because I'm bringing attention to, I'm drawing attention to. But if I'm just walking like this because this is how I really feel about myself. Like I really believe I look this good. I really believe that I'm I'm this strong. And I'm, I'm not just talking about mentally. I mean, I'm not just talking about physically. I'm talking about mentally. I believe I'm this powerful. I believe I'm this person. That is confidence. So, to those who thought that I was cocky at some point in time, they were also always saying that in a regretful manner because they would say that, they would tell me that after they got to know me and be like, man, I, man, I just thought you were so cocky, man. I thought you were so arrogant, man. I'm like, why? Why did you just talk to me? If you thought that, why not just talk to me? What made you think that? And that's when they would tell me, man, the way you walk, man, you just walk like you just that dude. I am that dude, but I'm not cocky. Like, I can, I can, <laughs> I am that dude, but I'm not cocky because I don't walk around saying, hey, yo, I'm that dude. I just move like I am because I am. I'm moving like me. <laughs> and, and saying this stuff, it sounds like I'm being cocky now because I'm, I'm putting words to it, but it's only to express, to verbally explain the reason why I'm not the other one. Because if I was the type of person to say these things often or to say these things aloud in conversation or, you know, those in those types of arenas, then yes, I'm cocky. But because you have never heard those things before that, this conversation, it can't be me. 
can be me. So, because I, I use boxing or, or fighting references, if, if you know anything about fighting, you'll understand this. Floyd Mayweather was cocky. Lennox Lewis was confident. Both of them had the aura of you can't and won't beat me. They both had that aura. But the difference is one said it and the other showed it. Floyd Mayweather said it. And that, and I'm not saying that he's wrong for saying that. But he would be like, man, I, man, it's easy work. This is light work. This dude right over here, I'm, I'm about to knock him out quick. I'm going to beat him up quick. It's light work. He would say that in press conferences and all that. And Lennox Lewis would just stare at his opponent so deeply in his soul to let him know you have no chance of defeating me. I'm about to demolish you. Everything that you have trained for was for nothing. He said that with a stare. Not his words, but his stare. You knew that he was coming out to break you. So, in my decade I have I think been better at explaining to people why they are confusing confidence with cockiness because I've heard that honestly I've been told that so far as far back as 7th grade I never forget this female who will remain nameless that I was attracted to. I mean, I was seven, I was seventh grade. So what, 13? But, uh, you know, to respect her and her family, she still remained nameless. I had a crush on her. Matter of fact, this was eighth, eighth grade because uh, this was getting ready for our eighth grade graduation. Uh, this female and I were having a conversation because my school was trying to make it to where I couldn't walk across the stage because I didn't have plain black pants they had thin stripes thin white stripes uh, pinstripes but like really thin um, and while I was waiting for my parents to come up to the school to talk to the people because yo I'm not cool with you telling me I'm not going to walk the day that I'm walking. So we're having a conversation. At the end of the conversation, she was like, wow, I, I didn't I didn't know you would like this. And I was like, like what? She said something like so nice. And I was like, well, what did you expect me to be? She was like, I always thought you were so arrogant. And again, I asked her why, because I've out the why has always been what's important to me. Why? Why? Not what? Why? So I asked her why. Like, what have I done to you to for you to get to that point? And she said, "It's just the the way you walk and the way you look sometimes. 
I was like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> All you have to do is talk to me. I just talked to me. Have one conversation with me and watch many of the things that you thought before you had that conversation go down the drain. I'm saying that now. Of course, I didn't have the word all to say all that in eighth grade. But I've had to say this to so many people over the, over time. I've been told by people that I'm intimidating. Um, I look arrogant. I look cocky. All these things. And I just ask people why. I can't help my, my height. I can't help my build. I can help my weight some. But I'm going to be a big man. That's just who I am. This is how comfortable I look. If, if you look through my photos, you'll see how comfortable I look at 375. How, in my opinion, good I look. And not like attractiveness good, but it fits. It's an okay range. That type of good. I'm at 375. I'm not having lower back pains. I'm not having knee pains. I'm not having joint pains because my body was literally prepared to be able to carry this because I did that purposely. But I mean, just because I'm a big guy, you have to be afraid. I'm not even going to add the big black guy. I'm not even going to add the race part. Low hanging fruit. <laughs> but I'm not even going to mention that part. But because I'm larger than you, you have to be afraid of me. Because I walk with my shoulders back and my chest up, you have to be afraid of me and my head held high. You think I'm cocky? Because I'm not looking at the ground with every step. So that has given me so many opportunities. To learn how to gather my words and my response when I'm saying I'm not cocky. I don't think I should be intimidating. I think you should know you're not going to just do anything crazy to or around me. But I don't think you should be just threatened by my presence or be afraid by me being, being in the same room. That doesn't make much sense to me. But Such is life. You know, this may be my last point of, and I, and now, mind you, at the beginning, I said this one wouldn't be as structured as the other ones. So my rambling and jumping from topic to topic, hey. I gave you my disclaimer, uh, but the thing that I like about me now, as opposed to me being 20, is how direct how directly I can communicate my thoughts and feelings. That's a big plus. I didn't always communicate feelings, especially a decade ago. 20? 
the majority of people who were in my life really only got they really only got two emotions and if you were close to me you might get a third emotion the main two emotions people got from me was happy or mad either I'm good or I'm not and if I'm not just don't bother me I would go to the point to where especially when I knew I was so upset to what to if I did communicate at that time I would say things that I shouldn't say I would literally get a headband and put it over my mouth I would put something over my mouth to let anyone who was around me know that nothing should come out. And that was the best form of self-control I had because I wasn't able to communicate. Like, this isn't a good time. This, this conversation, there's no progress to be made right now. We should disengage. I'm able to communicate that now quite well and often because when I feel the shift moving and happening I'm able to say hey this conversation isn't going to end well if we continue it I need to disengage we aren't making any progress we're just talking to, talking at each other and not to each other I mean talking to each other and not with each other we're not speaking with one another we're just talking to with trading points. You need to disengage. I can communicate that very well now. And when that wasn't enough, I've even be, been able to upgrade that a bit to where I've, I've had to tell someone, look, and this is after I was trying to disengage, but I wasn't really being allowed to I said to them look when I'm trying to disengage I am literally fighting myself there are things that I I want to say that I know I don't need to say that will not help anybody if I say them so because of that I'm fighting myself right now I can't fight myself and you at the same time one of us are going to win and one of us are going to lose and I don't like losing. So please allow me to fight myself. Please. And I personally believe that that is uh, extremely good because again, I was either happy or mad. And if you were close to me, you might get to see me sad. You might get to see me sad. Doubtful though, because if I was sad, I would just be like, hey, I don't want to be around anyone. I don't want anyone around me. Anyone around me. And I would just go to my corner. I'd go to my cage, cave, and not let anyone in. But now I'm able to communicate and express not only that I'm sad, but why? Not only that I'm mad or irritated or upset, but why? Because if I can tell you why I got to this point, 
hopefully you will modify your behavior to not get me to this point again. Because I say this about myself and I truly believe it. I don't ask for much. But because I don't ask for much, the things that I do ask for are more of a requirement than a want. So when those don't happen, I won't really have a good reaction. And honestly, I try my best to be as understanding as I can for whoever I'm saying that to, whoever I'm dealing with. Uh, Once I know that I've clearly communicated this to you and it's still happening, then I'm more upset that not only that it's happening, but that it is now as if you disregarded the things I said earlier. It is now like you're disregarding the fact that I said I didn't like when this happens. I didn't like when you do this. I didn't like when you say this. Um, I turned this off because uh, I'm about to wrap this up. So I turned the car off. But So for me, the things that I've improved on are being more direct and being able to communicate more clearly, not just my thoughts, but also my feelings. Having a mindset to go and get it and not just talk it, but if I say I'm about to go get something or I want to do something, doing what it takes to make sure I achieve that, make sure I attain that. And not just for me, but for for my family, for the future generations. Being 30 means If anyone has ever seen The Last Dragon, that is my favorite movie, number one. I can quote pretty much scene for scene anything Shonuff says. And one thing he said to Leroy is what I believe the age 30 is saying to me. Playtime's over, boy. <laughs> Playtime's over. You know, there are things that need to be done. It's time to do them. Time's not wasting. But I also know that, unlike what I used to believe as a kid and when I was 20, 30 isn't old. And I know that sounds so cliche. I know the. As people get old, they always say that that age isn't old. And the people who haven't reached that age is like, nah, you old. But it's not. Because when I think about the the new people who are like just breaking into their professions. Think about all the IG people like the, the 
just hilarious. It's the Ha Ha Davis, it's the King Karans, all these guys who are either in their late 20s, early 30s. You have the Drakes, you have the Kendricks, you have the J. Coles, you have the Jay Z's. He's, he's just turned 50 and still growing, still climbing. Diddy, 50, still reaching. So I'm not, I'm no longer the youth. I'm still young, but I'm not the youth. Like when people talk about the youth of America, I'm not the youth. I'm still young, but I'm not the youth. I'm also not old. I have enough wisdom to make way better decisions than when I was 20. Yet I still have enough drive and enough vigor to make all of it happen. So, with that being said, for me will be the year of growth the year of expansion I really hope that you partake in this journey with me matter of fact I'll leave this here partake in this journey with me as I grow and expand I hope you guys do it with me that has been another episode of Card Talk with Tazza Angel. Good conversation you can ride to. I appreciate you for making it through this video with me, just for listening to me talk about me. Uh, I hope I've been able to help with something that I've said uh, in some kind of way. Uh, thank you for listening, for commenting, for sharing, and I ask you to continue doing so to help this empire grow. Because I've, like I've said to you, I want this to become my my job, and then I want it to become a career. And to do so, it requires profit. So, for the birthday and for the podcast, I'm accepting all donations. Uh, my name on Cash App is Dollar Sign Taz the Angel T A Z Z D A A. N-G-E-L and for PayPal it was the same Taz the Angel T-A-Z-Z D-A-A-N-G-E-L Taz the Angel I appreciate you guys I thank you so much and y'all have a great day